0: Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of the Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Worthy Bitch Podcast. Today, we are going to start on part two of our little three-part mini-series of breaking down the doshas, vata, pitta, and kapha. Um, These are the ways that Ayurveda breaks up the different types of not only people, but the times of year, you know, the seasons, the times of day. Um, the age that you are, whatever you may be going through, all of these things, Ayurveda takes it into account and it categorizes it in the view and through the lens of Vata, Pitta, and Kapha so that we can learn how to bring ourselves back into balance. So if you haven't listened to Vata, you can go back and listen to that. I want you to have a complete breakdown or if you don't need Vata, you know, whatever. But I think it's important to know all of them, even if you don't have much vata because you... If you don't have much vata, then you need vata. Like for me, I don't have much kappa, so I need kappa. So I tend to learn more about vata and pitta because I am vata and pitta, or I'm more drawn to learn more about those things. But I have realized that it's so important for me to learn about kappa dosha because that is the way that I'm going to really be able to balance myself because I need to call in more of that kappa energy in order to be balanced. So just keep that in mind when you're listening to these things. Okay, so pitta is seen through the elements of fire and water, and as I mentioned before um, in my other episodes, that usually in the Western society, we only see pitta as fire. So usually in like America, when we hear about Ayurveda, we hear vata is air, fire, or pitta is fire, and kapha is earth, but vata is air and space, pitta is fire and water, and kapha is earth and water. So they each have that secondary element, which is so, so important to what they really mean. So pitta is fire and water. A good way I remember pitta is like fire pit, fire pit, fire pitta. I don't know. It makes sense for me. Okay, so the times of day are pitta, pitta times of day are between 10 and 2, both in the AM and in the PM, and this is going to be seen as midday and midnight. So it's when the sun is the, at the peak in the sky and when the moon is usually at the peak of the sky as well. <clears throat> um so it's like the hottest time of the day as well, and it is seen in the seasons during the summer season. So how to recognize a Pitta dosha just if you are looking at the people that you care about, your family, just random people on the street. If you're trying to, you know, learn more about yourself, which is the main part of Ayurveda that has drawn me to it, it helped me learn about myself so that I can understand and heal myself. And then I was able to understand others and have way more compassion with others. And my relationships got so much better when we understand ourselves and we understand others and we can communicate on a deeper level, on a more compassionate understanding level, I mean, it literally changes everything. People can feel that. People can feel when you're genuinely trying to understand them versus just trying to judge them, criticize them, change them, etc. So how to recognize a pitta dosha just by looking at their body, okay? So a pitta dosha is gonna be that, they're naturally athletic, so they're gonna be those really sporty people. They're usually, if you were to look at the way that the body body is shaped, it's think of like a swimmer's body. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that um, I'm doing my hands like this. So it's like an inverted V. So the, the the shoulders are going to be wider, usually than the hips and more narrow hips. So just a really athletic build. They gain muscle very easily. Um, They don't usually gain a lot of weight depending on their secondary dosha, but they're really, really strong. They have a medium average size build. Um, They have really penetrating eyes. They can literally lock you into a gaze and, I mean, you feel the passion behind it. And they're usually like green or blue in color. They have a smaller button nose. Their features are more defined where so you can see like their jawline is going to be really sharp and defined um which is different from what we talked about with vata where vata's bone structure is very pronounced so the difference between being defined and pronounced is pronounced is like when you can really see every bone and like like the bone structure structure is really really prominent and like Oh, man, how am I going to explain this in such a way like you can see the way the bones move and the lines and stuff like that versus just having like a really chiseled, chiseled look, chiseled feature to you. Does that make sense? The, the defined is more of a chiseled muscular um, look and the, the pronounced is more of a like bony look, if that makes a lot of sense. Um they're going to have average sized lips, so not as thin as a vata but not as full as a kappa. And um they're usually going to be probably a little bit more red, so pittas have a lot of fire pulsing through their veins and it shows up in their skin so they can get flushed really easily. Their lips are usually um more pink than um maybe say a vata or a kappa who's on the cooler side, probably mostly vata since kappa has a lot of moisture. Um and pittas have very fair skin. They're going to be sensitive to the sun. They're sensitive to the heat already because they have a lot of heat inside. Their skin is going to be fairer. And as I said before, it can get flushed. And depending on their secondary dosha, they may or may not have freckles. Um, a lot of red heads are pittas. And you can see that based off of just their red color of their hair. Like uh, gingers have a lot of pitta in their body. And when they get spots on their skin, it's going to appear as red spots. And they tend to have a tendency towards oily hair and skin. And so of all of the doshas, pitta doesn't need as much oil as the other two for moisture. Pitta needs a cooling, moisturizing, like a, like a water type of moisture, like a hydrating type of moisture, not like an oily, thick type of moisture. Like if that makes sense, like a vata. Vata needs the really oily, thick type of moisture. So pitta just needs that really hydrating. Okay, so gunas. Again, if you haven't listened to my episode about gunas, why they're important. Guna is the Sanskrit. Sanskrit term for qualities. So this is how Ayurveda breaks things down. If you see that you are too hot, then you need to bring in the quality of coolness to balance out that heat. So that's why learning about these gunas are so important. These qualities, it's so important. So what are the pitta gunas? What are the pitta qualities that we need to look out for? So pitta tends to be hot, sharp, oily, liquid, sour, pungent penetrating and burning so this makes sense all of these are very fire water qualities hot sharp burning um, penetrating I like to think of hot lava uh, liquid just I really just think of hot lava every time I'm reading these gunas for pitta poking pungent uh, pitta guna is like really in your face um, pungent is like the flavor of like onion and garlic it really packs a punch so all of these are really pitta really action really strong really just like bam here it is Makes me think about Emerald Lagasse on the Food Channel. I don't think he makes shows anymore, but he used to have Emerald Live. I don't know if anybody ever watches the Food Channel. I've been watching that since I was like five years old. But he would always throw the spices into the food and be like, bam, bam. That's like a pitta dosha. Okay, so what does a pitta need? So what are the qualities that a pitta needs, the gunas that the pitta needs, to balance out those hot, sharp, burning, liquid poking qualities? Pitta needs calming, cooling, soothing and hydrating qualities. So, we'll want to calm it down, cool it down, soothe it out because that all this fire, you can only imagine what what can happen and we'll talk about that. So, what does a Pitta look like? When it's in balance, so let's talk about the balanced Pitta mind. So, if you're not familiar with the doshas, that you it's very common to have a different dosha in your mind and your body. You can have the same one, you could have different ones. Um, it's it's normal. So, if you're noticing, you know that you notice these in your body but not in your mind, or vice versa, then that's totally normal. Just you you have all three doshas in you, regardless. We all have some amount. It's just which one is more more um strong or more prominent in your in your constitution which is what you are naturally born with and a lot of times it's genetic um as well it's passed down from our parents so you can look a lot of the qualities are passed down okay so pitta a balanced pitta mind Um, it loves structure. (laughs) This is the person that's like going to Google Cal you 24 hours in advance. And like, you have to submit yes. And then two hours in advance again. And like, these people know what time it is every second of the day. They have a plan from the moment they wake up until they go to sleep. And then they probably have their dreams planned too. pitches are very, very structured. Um, they're super, super passionate. They're very intellectual, they're super confident and competitive, and they go after life, they're really emotionally intense and passionate, and they're just really strong and smart, and they take action, they know what they want, they believe they can have it, they believe they deserve it, and they're going to go get it. So that's a very balanced pit to mind. They're not going to let anybody get in their way. But you can see how these things like, so we'll talk about when a pitta mind goes out of balance, you can see what can happen. So when a pitta mind is out of balance, when they have too much of those good qualities, too much of a good thing is not always good, right? So the pitta mind, when it is out of balance, shows up as anger. These are the people. They get hangry. They have to eat at the same time every single day. They usually have their same routine that they want to eat at the same place, they eat the same foods in the same way at the same time. At the same, all of these things. And if they don't, if anything gets in their way, then they're not going to be very happy about that. Um, they tend to be very critical um overly vocal these are all things that happen when there's too much fire in the mind right we get really critical we want to tell everybody about our feelings how angry we are that's where that passion comes in we get really jealous our passion takes over we're really intense and um and and competitive so it shows up as jealousy um the the Competitiveness also can show up as like impatience and agitation, and they want it now, they want it yesterday, they want it last year, you know. So, just notice these things. If you're noticing that you get really angry, really agitated, you're having a lot of jealousy issues, and you don't know where all this is coming from, then you might have a pitta imbalance in your mind. You might be having too much fire in your mind. And at the end, I'll tell you a few practices of how to calm that down today so that way you can have relief today. Okay, so I told you what a balanced pitta body looks like if you were to just see somebody, if you're trying to, you know, look at yourself or your loved ones or whoever it may be, what that looks like when they're in balance. So let's talk about what the pitta body looks like when it's out of balance. How does that show up? How does too much pitta show up in the body? Inflammation, acne, arthritis, ulcers, heartburn, strong smelling sweat, you're always hot, you have really oily skin and hair, okay? So inflammation is really the cause of all of these things if you really think about it, but acne. If you're if you're suffering from a lot of acne, you have too much fire in your body, probably a lot of too much oil in your body as well. You need to adjust your diet, cut out those oils, cut out those spicy foods, cut out those sodas, uh, coffee, alcohol, like, you know, obviously you don't have to do all these things right away, but pay attention to what triggers you the most and start making adjustments so you can find relief for yourself. You know, you can always go to the, the pharmacy and get creams and pills and you know whatever it is that you want to take but this is lasting relief for your life where you don't have to have those things this is free information in your brain that you can fix it right now you don't have to go anywhere to anybody Um, arthritis arthritis is inflammation in the joints ulcers in the stomach too much heat too much acid too much uh, fire in the stomach heartburn Heartburn is terrible. Obviously, heartburn, the word itself is a pitta, burn. It's burning. It's too much heat in your body. Heartburn is not normal, people, okay? I know that we think it's normal because it's something that everybody pretty much that you know has had or dealt with at some point in their life. Some people have chronic heartburn that they're eating Tums like like it's just Skittles every single day and they're just they think that that's just normal. They're drinking Pepto-Bismol every day and they're in this constant pain. They're not realizing that they're doing that to themselves based on the food that you're eating. Trust me, I know I this used to be me all my life. I had so many problems and I didn't know that it was because I was eating the wrong food for my body. And there's nothing wrong with that. But now, like, you know and you can fix it. That's a beautiful thing. Strong smelling sweat. Your sweat is not supposed to be so rancid. Like, you know you smell some people's sweat and you're just like whoa like some people have some really strong body odor and it's because they have a lot of inflammation and it gets sour that hot liquid it gets really sour inside the body and it's just a really weird hot liquidness that comes out as stinky sweat so we got to cool that down you can cool cool that stuff down detoxify the body and oily hair and skin, again, that speaks for itself. That's very pot, uh, very Pitta qualities. Um, there are ways to fix that. Just a couple of things I will tell you um, right away. Uh, acne. Tea tree oil is incredible for acne. If you suffer from acne get you some tea tree oil, Um, I have a link in the bio where you can order some if you don't know how to get it. But you can apply that to your acne wherever it is on your body. And I'm telling you, I am telling you the inflammation when you wake up in the morning. I do this. I mean, I don't really get uh, acne on my face, but I have uh, very overactive pitta in my body and sometimes i get acne on my body and when i put the tea tree oil on there when i wake up in the morning it's pretty much gone within three days it's completely gone and the pain goes away instantly and i'm telling you if you have never tried tea tree oil for your acne you must give it a try it's a game changer i have a question for you are you always searching for holistic ways to heal your ailments I know, girl. Me, too. Well, I am so excited to share something with you that has honestly changed my life forever. Like, seriously, I am never going back. Have you heard of essential oils? If you haven't, then my next question would be, have you been living under a rock? Essential oils have helped me in so many ways, I cannot even mention them all here, but I will tell you my faves. I started using essential oils because I have suffered from migraines since I was 12 and I've always hated taking migraine medication. Anyone who's taken it knows that it's almost as bad as the migraine itself. It leaves you feeling all woozy and out of touch with reality and the only thing that you want to do is sleep, like for the rest of your life. Ew. Well, my mom introduced me to peppermint essential oil and I cannot even remember the last time I had to take one of those nasty little pills to hopefully ease the pain. I just put a few drops of essential oil on my head and neck and within seconds I'm feeling relief and I even put it on my tummy because it has very powerful anti-nausea effects and if you have ever had a migraine then you know how nauseous you can be from them. And I have to mention tea tree oil here because it's been a lifesaver for me during these COVID times. I've been diffusing it constantly to keep the air purified in my apartment It gives me so much peace of mind because even just breathing comfortably can feel a little challenging these days. If you want to learn more about the magical powers of essential oils and how they can help you heal in your life, then scroll on down to my doTERRA link in the show notes. There you will learn all about what essential oils are, how they work, and how to use essential oils to change your life. And feel free to reach out to me on social with any questions you may have. I look forward to seeing you there. All right, so let's talk about the six tastes. In Ayurveda, there are six tastes. Sweet, sour, salty, pungent, astringent, and bitter. Um, So you're probably familiar with sweet, such as dates, uh, fruits, things like that. Sour, lemons and limes, salty, like, um, you know, salt, uh, sea salt, uh, seaweed, um celery is considered salty those types of things Um, pungent so pungent may be a word that you're not super familiar with pungent is where i mentioned before it really packs a punch so it's like garlic onions mustard hot spices those things are really pungent they punch you in the mouth Um, astringent this might be also a new one to you astringent is that flavor or that that feeling in your mouth when you bite into something like a like an underripe banana like a greenish banana and you get that like that pucker dry feeling in your mouth or if you bite into some celery and it kind of dries your mouth out initially raw veggies have this effect that's that is considered an astringent quality and bitter um, we all know bitter in the form of usually medications Um, it also is seen in leafy greens brussels asparagus etc things of that nature Um, it's important to understand these tastes because each dosha has a certain tastes that soothe it, that pacify it. And then each dosha has certain tastes that aggravate it and increase it and make it go out of balance. And so we have to be aware of what these tastes are. So like if we are having chronic heartburn, we can recognize, hey, these are, I'm, I'm eating these aggravating pitta flavors, these tastes that are aggravating my pitta, and that's why I'm having heartburn. So I can, I can actually do these other ones that pitta likes, that calms it down, and it will help my heartburn. So let's see. Pitta, the pacifying pitta taste. So what is going to calm uh, pitta down and make it feel soothed and make it feel better? It's going to be sweet flavors, obviously. Sweet is one of the most grounding, calming flavors. Astringent. Astringent is that um, green banana that like pucker in your mouth kind of flavor that's going to dry up a lot of that oiliness that's going on so that's the celery raw veggies things of that nature um in ayurveda i will mention here that it's not super recommended to always be eating raw fruits and vegetables pitta can get away with this more than any other dosha because they have so much fire they have such a strong digestive agni such a strong digestive fire agni is the sanskrit term for fire for digestive fire and um so they they can get away with having things such as smoothies, salads, um, things of this nature, raw fruits and vegetables. But they should also do it in in moderation. So summertime, obviously, when it's hotter out, is the best time to have these sorts of things. Even if you're gonna have a smoothie, don't put ice in it. No ice smoothies. Ayurveda recommends against consuming ice and super super cold products. Um, and again, raw veggies and stuff. If if it's the wintertime, I recommend steaming them. um and bitter so the leafy okay so so what tastes make pitta aggravated what increases pitta what makes pitta go crazy you'll start to notice this in yourself as you you learn these things you'll start to recognize it as it appears in your life in real time and that's when it really starts to click for you that's when the real healing transformation takes place so these are the three tastes that aggravate pitta dosha, salty, sour, and pungent. So we can just see that that makes so much sense. Salty kind of is a triggering flavor. If you don't know, salty increases your hunger, it makes you more hungry, and sweet satiates your hunger, or or however you say that word, satiates, satiates your hunger, it makes you um, feel satisfied. And so salty is normal for pitta because pitta is always wanting more right so salty wants more so that is going to make pitta want more sour pitta sour is already a pitta quality sour flavors are going to make more sour in the body that makes total sense so that's lemons limes um super sour things like vinegars um pickled pickled things stuff of that nature are going to increase your pitta. So if you're eating pickles all day long and pickled stuff and um, all that kind of stuff, I don't know, also something that's just coming to my mind right now are if you drink alcohol, Bloody Marys are the worst thing that you could do for a pitta dosha. Whereas they're probably a little bit better for vata because they're more grounding and those things of that nature, stimulating. Um, And then pungent, obviously, pitta is very pungent, it packs a punch, it's going to punch you in the mouth, it's very in your face, so that's going to be the things like the garlic, onions raw, uh, uh, the hot spices, and mustard. So pay attention to these things. When you eat something like a sweet potato with nut butter on it, how do you feel as a pitta versus if you go out and you eat, um, you know, super extra hot chicken wings, I promise you, you're not going to feel as good. <laughs> okay, so really quick before we end, I will tell you a few practices that you can start today so that you can start feeling comfort, you can start having relief in your pitta dosha, you can start getting rid of some of that inflammation, calming that fire down. And again, re- like take into, into account if you need more pitta, this just reverse engineer this and you can use this to increase pitta as well. So balancing practices for Pitta. So grounding practices are great for Pitta. Pitta is very up. Pitta is very like go go go, um, action taking. It's so if you want to think about the area of the body, Pitta is where your abdomen is. So it's like where your digestion is. You're digesting your food. You're digesting your ideas. You know, all of the stuff is digested here in your gut. So that's the area of the Pitta dosha. So we want to ground. It's really great for uh, Pitta Dosha to do child's pose. And so that's when you sit on your knees and then you lay forwards and put your forehead on the floor. And so that's going to compress and give your organs a little uh, gentle massage that feels really good for them. And then when you breathe out of your mouth while you do this, inhale through your mouth, exhale through your mouth. It's going to release a lot of heat from your abdomen. Um And so that's going, if you're having a lot of heartburn, if you're having, if you can feel a lot of heat in your body, the more aware you become of yourself, the more you'll be able to recognize this and you can feel when that heat increases. For me example, I know every morning after I drink my coffee, my pitta spikes and I can feel it in my gut and it starts to feel sour and churny. And so I do my yoga practice and I always do child's pose in there and I do really a grounding practice because I'm very vata pitta. And so that brings that fire, that air down to the ground so that way i can actually take action with it because we have to bring it down to earth so we can use what it's here for so grounding practices sitting lying down grounding foods root vegetables are really great um, for pitta dosha as well as cooling stuff such as um uh, coconuts things of that nature really coconuts are great coconut water coconuts are amazing for pitta That's just what I think about all the time. Abhyanga, self-oil massage. Abhyanga is the Sanskrit term for self-oil massage. And if you don't do this already, I'll go through a whole episode about how to properly self-oil massage and do all of the Ayurveda self-care things for beginners. So that way you can get started on that. but you want to use coconut oil as a pitta because it's going to cool that fire off. Again, pay attention to your doshas. If you haven't taken the dosha quiz, go to take the dosha quiz. Um, I use Sahara Rose's dosha quiz, there's lots of others, or I have my own that I got from my training that establishes your Prakriti and vikriti. so your natural born constitution when you came into this world and then your imbalance that you're at right now. And so if you're interested in that, um, send me uh, an email and we can figure out how to get that to you. But it's important for you to know your doshas. Um, Walking barefoot on the earth is super great for grounding and, and neutralizing pitta dosha. So if you don't know about ions, positive and negative ions. So positive ions are bad. I know they sound good because they say positive, but those are the bad ones. Those are the ones coming out of your technology all the time that are messing you up. Negative ions are the good ones. Those are the ones that come from nature. It's what you feel when you're walking on the beach and you're breathing in that salt air. If you go for a hike and you go to the waterfall, if you're, you know, whatever it is that you like to do, you're in the mountains. Whenever you're in nature and you're feeling that just like, <sighs> quality wash over you that's negative ions and that's what you want to absorb the most of as much as you can especially as a pitta because we take 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 it all in trying to take action and so walking barefoot on the earth is one of the quickest best ways to neutralize your release your positive ions into the earth and absorb the earth's negative ions you'll feel instantly better Just be careful not to do it at nighttime when you don't know where you are and then you'll end up with some critters all over you because that's happened to me before. Okay, meditating. Meditating. Oh, flame gazing meditations are the best for pitta dosha. This one is my personal favorite because sometimes my head starts going a little crazy and meditating is hard for me. And I know a lot of people have this problem where they have a hard time sitting in meditation and they can't close their eyes and quiet their mind. It just it's a lost cause for them. So flame gazing really balances the fire within and it gives you a point of focus. So that way you don't feel like you're trying to just clear your mind and your mind starts running you in circles, you can actually focus on this flame and keep coming back to the flame when the mind pulls you away. It's like how we come back to the breath a lot in meditations. This just gives an external thing and it balances the fire within. So the eyes are a very pitta thing. The eyes both have fire and water within them. So when you use your eyes to look at the fire, it really balances that fire out. You may notice you get really tired. You may notice at first you have agitation a lot of times when one is meditating there are a lot of different emotions that come up and go move around and that's your opportunity to get to know them to get to know yourself so flame gazing light a candle I always like to write an intention on my candle or just speak it out loud um for example today my intention for the candle was um peaceful productivity. So I like to just speak it out and then light the candle and then that'll be my candle for the day. If I want to flame gaze with it, whatever it is, I use it to light my sage, all of those good things. Just for bringing in intention into your day. Last couple of things, pranayama, guiding the breath, slowing it down. Pranayama is breath work. Um, anytime you hear somebody say that, breathing. So slowing down your breathing in the mouth and out the mouth is very cooling for the pitta dosha asana what type of yoga or yeah what type of yoga is good so uh, seated lying poses slow deliberate present practice uh, but you don't want to be going too slow because you don't want to build heat and um, you want to keep a soft gentle gaze on your eye, your dristy, but you just have a tendency to get that crease in their face and that really concentrated like scowling look on their face. Be really conscious of this. You want to soften the face, soften the muscles, go through and do a full body scan and really relax each and every part of your muscle down from your eyebrows to your toenails. Um, self practices are really good for pittas because pittas don't like to be told what to do pittas like to do the telling so if you tell yourself what to do then usually that goes the best and last but not least sip warm lemon water throughout the day or just warm water that is the best practice to do for digestive fire for pretty much all of the um doshas so that is it We have gone over Pitta Dosha, and if you have any more questions about Pitta, please feel free to reach out to me. I also have a lot more um, recommendations that can help all of these different things. This is just kind of an overview, so please feel free to reach out to me. Um, Yeah, all the good things. I can't wait to hear from you, and you guys have a great day. Loveys. Peace out. And if you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe and rate and share with a friend who needs to hear it. Also, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes and take a screenshot and email it over to me at theworthybitch at gmail.com. That's b period, TCH at gmail.com. Link is in the show notes. And I will send you a free gift of my 30 affirmations for the doshas that will assist you in your practice to find balance. And as always, I thank you so much for taking this time today to show up for yourself and do the work. Keep living life on purpose, my worthy bitches.